Hey there. Welcome to the Rugged Angel Cast, where I talk to women who are living their truths. I am your host, Camila. This is episode 35, and thank you for joining me. There's going to be a Rugged Angel party. That's right. You heard me correct. If you are in the Pittsburgh area on March 23rd, specifically in the Lawrenceville area, even more specifically at Spirit Lounge, you should come out and party with us. It's only going to be a short amount of time. It goes from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. This is uh, one of those grown folks, old folks parties where we're going to get home by 11 p.m. that night. And I'm not mad about it. It's just enough time to chit-chat, to talk, to party, to dance. Music will be music will be provided by DJ Kalila Shabazz. So she's going to she's guaranteed to make us move and groove all night and sweat a little bit. Get a little cardio in, you know, um, work on your Fitbit your Fitbit numbers. Um, so it's going to be absolute fun. I am looking, I'm very much looking forward to it. This, the whole point of this party is to celebrate the women who have been so kind as to share their lives with me for an hour at a time. And so this goes to them. Thank you to all the rugged angels who I have talked to. Thank you to all the rugged angels who I have not talked to yet. Hopefully we will get a chance to sit down and chat. So you can go to Facebook, Check out Rugged Angel Productions for more information, or you can go to ruggedangel.com for even more information about how to get your tickets and um, exactly when to show up, because I, I, I know you're going to be there, March 23rd at Spirit Lounge. This episode is with Mavi Sami. Mavi is one of the dopest women that I know. We've been friends for a while now. She's an athlete, a musician, nerd, artist, thrill seeker. Basically, Mavi does all the things. And she came around to talk about those things that she loves to do and what makes her so damn special. Sit back, relax, enjoy this episode. And when you leave your house today or while you're on your way to wherever you're going, just remember, confidence is not they will like me. Confidence is I'll be fine if they don't. Me, welcome to the Rugged Angel podcast. Thanks for having me, honey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am super excited to have you on here. Uh, we've I've been trying for um, a while, a little bit, a little bit, and um, you're just a, just a busy lady. <laughs> you got things going on. You're always your heart for the longest time. It was hard to catch you in Pittsburgh. I know, I know. I've slowed down a bit. Thank goodness. Yeah, this winter is um, doing that. It's uh, putting the Putting a screeching halt on a lot of things in my life, uh, but I have caught up on a lot of my shows. Exactly. Um, Netflix queue is dwindling lower. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so yes. thanks for that. I know, right? <laughs> so we're just going to sit here and talk about you for an hour. And um, Yay. hopefully, okay, you're good with that. You're down with that. All right, That's cool. That's cool. You know, whatever. <laughs> talk about whatever. So I know that, um, well, first of all, how is your day going so far? You know what? It's been an interesting day. Has it, has TGI it been F. Can I cuss on this yeah, show? Yeah, go for TGI it. TGI fucking F. <laughs> um, it's been one of those kind of days, but nonetheless, um, a good day. I'm happy to be here. Um, I wasn't, uh, wasn't very productive today in my day. <laughs> On my to-do list, but you know, I nailed out some things. I got some organization. I feel good about that. Okay. And I'm here. Yes, you made it. So, you know, it is winter. We're gonna be here. We're gonna be quote unquote productive for the next hour. Oh, so my you can goodness. knock that off your list. Yes. Thank you for helping me out with that. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. To... No, the day's going good though. I'm happy to be here. You nice. know. I'm warm. I have like half of those layers off, so I'm good to go. <laughs> warm, not sweaty, not which is sweaty. awesome. Yes. So I know that you are, you're originally from Dayton, Ohio, right? Yes, yes. originally. OH10, you know, in the mm -hmm. house representing whoop, whoop. another another Ohio. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was talking to somebody the other day, and it's very rare to get people, not many people um, are uh, uh, 
uh, that are from Ohio have that Ohio pride. <laughs> you very rarely get that. Yeah, Ohio. Yeah. Those are usually the ones who left early. Yeah. Get out early. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we got out. And what we're like, part sure. are you from? Toledo. Toledo, that's right. My sister's in Toledo. Oh, really? Yep. I just oh, went to what is she like maybe doing two months there? ago. What's happening? <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. She, I don't know what she's doing there. She just lives there now. Yeah. Um, She's uh, working on her PhD and she works in Dayton. So oh. she does the two hour commute. Yeah. Good know. Lord. Yeah, I guess she doesn't want to be in Dayton. Wow. But she loves her job. So she doesn't mind, I, I guess. I couldn't imagine. I bitch about a 30 minute commute. Like, I know. I, it's like, I'm just, I just want to do everything in my power just to work from home. I'm like, please just I know. be here and work from here. Cause I agree. I feel like 55% of my job I could do from my house. Yeah. Um, so. Dayton, were you, did you move around a lot or were you, was that most of your upbringing was in Dayton? No, I lived my uh, first uh, few, probably um, 10 or so years Mm. in Dayton. And then I moved to another D town, Danville, Illinois. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a a metropolis. It's a thought in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, an idea. Uh, no, Danville, Illinois, small little, small little town. Just a wee, a wee town. In the in the area vicinity of like Champaign and like Peoria, and so it was like a small town in the middle of other small towns. Pretty and much, it's just like in the middle of cornfields, essentially. And to give perspective, like how far was it from Chicago? Oh, uh, or I think like Chicago's like city. maybe, maybe a couple of hours maybe uh-huh. like an hour and a half I'm s- I don't know it's been a while I can't even remember um mm, that's a good question well it wasn't a hop skip and a jump as to where no, you went over this. you were able def- to go over there yeah no it was definitely a little highway ride there right um but yeah so I lived in uh Illinois for about six or so years and then uh came to Pittsburgh and so you were 16 when you came here uh Maybe about 15, yeah, maybe about 15 or so. Yeah, still in high school. Mm. Um, And came to Pittsburgh and uh, graduated from Penn Hills High School. Mm. Uh, You know, was a big jock. Yes, I I I recall um, (laughs) that you... uh, what what did you play? What sports did you play in? Uh, what didn't I play would probably be a better question. <laughs> you were just no, in it all. I, my main thing was uh, basketball and then, um, you know, softball. Um, um, what else? Tennis? Hockey? I did those things more like kind of intramural type of thing, more so than like school organized type of thing. But, um, yeah, I played really everything. I've always been a super physical person. Mm-hmm. But, like, basketball, volleyball, softball, um, I threw for track, like, disc, javelin, yeah. shot put type of thing. Um, yeah, play, I, I played a little bit of uh, tennis, but um, that was just kind of something to do, you know? But so you yeah, just my, covered all year <clears throat> round. I just, you know, sports. like to stay, yeah, <laughs> like to stay, you know, busy. It was kind of a gym rat, I guess you could say. And uh, <laughs> used to sweating and being out there and, you know, bigger brothers and all that kind of stuff. Like came up getting out of wrestling moves. So <laughs> Okay, so let's go back to that. So yeah. you came up, um, you have, how many siblings do you have? And I'm the youngest of six. Ooh. Yeah, three boys, three girls. Oh my God. Yeah. What is that household like? That is a, it's a lot, a lot of personalities. I bet. Oh my goodness, yes. Oh my god, and the youngest. A lot. <laughs> the youngest, so you know, I got it all. I, I, I took a little bit from all of them, which is probably why I'm the artist. Was there like a really big age difference between you guys? Uh, decent enough. So I guess there's about a. Hmm. There is about a. 13 year difference between the oldest and you maybe yeah probably about between 15 and like 30 uh, 15 and 30 15 to yeah 13 years difference between the oldest and the youngest. wow do you guys have like a a 
decent, a close enough relationship, or is that like difficult? I mean, you're no. born, they were 13. And I know, like, I know. No, we do. We have a close relationship. Um, I mean, you know how it is. Once you get past the first couple, then like your siblings are essentially raising you. Right. Like, I had a single mom, so <laughs> okay. she was like working. I was a latchkey kid, mm-hmm. and like the other kids were like helping out in that you know in that department absolutely at that point it's like oh you were 15 thank you yeah you know what they are go ahead and enforce them what teenager doesn't love a little bit of power but yeah no um it was a lot always a ton of stuff you know going on all the different personalities yeah like yeah and everybody just having their own thing and everyone is extremely different like extremely different. You just have all of these different personalities. And it sounds sense. like from just the the bit that I know about you that you probably picked up like all of the personalities. And not to call you exactly <laughs> like multi, multi- personality. <laughs> no, go ahead, Mila. Put it out there. Um, but yeah, it's just, you're correct. I mean, because you're such so, you're such a well rounded individual. That comes from being growing up with all the crazies. <laughs> You know, like you become flexible. <laughs> you you learn to adapt become, in a lot of different situations. Yeah, man, you learn quickly. <clears throat> um, they say that the youngest takes everything, like from the womb. Hmm. There's like something in that, like you. Um, I'm sure it's like a behavioral thing as well. I don't know about the actual physiology, like what else you're actually taking from the womb, but like. You know, just coming up and you're knowing that, like, your siblings influence you so much more than even, like, your parents. Mm. Right? Right. And so just, like, having that many People models, to look up to. Yeah, like, the do's and the don'ts were all, <laughs> all out there. It was like, oh, you could do that. Oh, that's all. Oh, and don't do that. <laughs> Oh, we don't ever do that. When you see that? Oh, no. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, no, don't ever. not. So you had, you know, I had a lot of examples coming up um, as far, you know, male, female, all of it. Yeah. Know, different relationships, just everything. And different, you know, from different perspectives as well, because you had, you know, all of their personalities acting out and expressing, you know, right. uh, you know, their journey in a sense. And so... It was always a little bit different. You know, you can always get a little bit something different. You know, you go to this this brother and he's going to give you like the, you know, like irrational, completely emotional response. You know, just go down there and smack him in the face. <laughs> you know, spit on the shoe. Tell him how you really feel. And then, you know, and then... You know, you have the sister who's like, you know, super laid back. That's like, you know, well, you know... The strategist, you know, she's like, well, think about it, you know, plan ahead. You have to plot from three months out, you know, like you have all of these different angles. And you have like the brother who's like completely nonchalant, has no fucks to give to anything. It's just like, who cares? Why would you ever? It's like the philosopher. Why? That's Kareem. He's like, why? Why would you ever spend that much energy on something you don't like? I love it. Why? Well, I, no, but I no, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I just, I don't, I don't understand why you care. You know, so you just had, like, all of this going on all the time. And, um, and yeah, and I soaked it all up as much as possible. I didn't really have a choice. Kind of had to be flexible. And, like, what age do you think you started to really get a sense of who you were oh, as a person? I mean, I know we're all constantly evolving and growing. Right. Right. But at some point, it's like, okay, I think I kind of know who I am now. <laughs> huh. Probably like last November. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know. Like, that is a good question. When did I have a good idea of, like, who I was? We're starting to get a sense to. of it. Like, I mean... I don't know, it, evol- it evolves so much, so often. Like, I'm so much a, a person of change. My mm. mode is, like, change. Okay. You know, like, it's always, like, turning over something new. Like, mm. I feel like I'm dead if I'm not, like... Learning something. Yeah, or, or doing okay. something. Like, it has to be n- new, like, something new. Like, new it. is, like, just my thing. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. And, and, a b- and I think also moving around... You know, uh, in that way, it kind of lends uh, to that mentality of like reinventing yourself. 
you right, know, right. which has its pros and cons as right. well, you know. So, like, uh, I feel like, you know, I've lived very much in, like, that area of, like, this type of cusp of oscillation, really, mm-hmm. of, like, uh, you know, extreme perspectives or, you know, extreme changes or... Um, different um ideas about things and even on a religious level like i was born into a like devout muslim family really that had you know baptist background huh. a baptist background and then um uh, my father passed away uh early in my childhood and my mom shortly after his passing went back into the baptist church hmm. And but we still like maintain some of like the, the philosophy, Muslim. yeah, certain things. Like we really maintain um, some of the you know ideas about you know modesty or um, health and wellness and mm-hmm. eating and um, <clears throat> maybe a practice of uh, you know of like studious mm-hmm. you know a study and as far as your belief system, right? So. Um, so there was always this kind of, you know, a little bit of that, a little bit of this recipe. That's mm-hmm. kind of like just my life. That's just how, how yeah. yeah. Which so, is a good, is a, is a really great way to look at a lot of things yeah. in life. I mean, as long as that, you know, you find out what works for you, what, as spe- specifically with religion. Yeah. And, you know, you don't, there's a lot of times that there are some religions, and I, I personally believe more in having a relationship with god Mm. as opposed to following a religion which you could do anything religiously exactly so i mean to me that's kind of what my take from it like we were i guess we would have been considered baptist but we we went to catholic school and Mm. it was always like my mom's like you know don't really (laughs) fall into that yeah (laughs) but um, that's kind of thing and you know there were some times my mom was like also looking into muslim and mm. so like she's always been like she's always Open. a learner and she's always you know like soaking up and looking and learning and reading and you know expressing on to us like you know what her findings are mm. about just about everything in life in general and for me personally like i have tried to go to to go to church but the one i've i have yet to really find one that i feel there's authentic people yeah. there yeah yeah and or a really authentic message, yeah, like exactly. an anointed message, right. really being shared. Exactly, <clears throat> you know, and it's great. And but I mean, to me, church is just always kind of inside me. I can fellowship with right. anybody at any point in time. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's um, yeah. that's an amazing way to think about things. Just kind of take bits and pieces of what you pick up and learn along the way, and yeah, and try to form your own. That's all we're all. That's all we're all really doing anyway. Is trying to. Yeah, I don't, so I don't know, like, for me, that's maybe a complex answer as far as, like, when I found myself, because I'm just constantly, like, incorporating. And that and is an acceptable answer. Yeah. Because you're always but, evolving. I mean, that's you know, a great answer. Yeah, I I mean, I hope that's, the, that's uh, exactly what I'm doing, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Outside of that, I don't know. With moving around a lot, did you find it easy or difficult to make friends or, I mean, uh, what really helped for me was that I was always involved in like extracurricular things within school. You right. Know? So like, you know, outside of like sports, maybe I also, you know, was involved with like the jazz club or like I played, you know, instruments or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So it already the great thing about those things was that it kind of already set me up for you know, a group to belong with nice or belong to. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, I could kind of like maneuver from there and figure out where I'm going. But I had a, um, you know, kind of set group. So, uh, you know, it was typical that I had, you know, friends that were athletes and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, friends that were scholars as well as, you know, Punk kids, yeah, like punk kids, kids, skateboarders, you know, <laughs> theater cats and black, right. like the whole nine. Like I pretty much, and I'm, and again, like I've always been a person who's uh, had a wide range of interests, mm-hmm. and that pretty much covers like everything from music to 
you know, any form of really expression. Mm-hmm. Like I've always, you know, um, enjoyed like a wide range of things. Okay, so what was high school like for you? Because I know you had to when you when you moved here to Pittsburgh, you were like fifteen or so. So were you just starting high school, or did you have to switch? In yeah, the no, I was. Uh, well, the thing is, is that when I moved to Pittsburgh, what's interesting is that the ninth grade was still a part of middle school. Really, like freshman. It was so weird. That is bizarre. It was so awkward. So it was like seventh, eighth, ninth. Yeah, it was like it might have been like it might have been like six. Yeah, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. That's really which weird. really made it just so weird. You had like, you know, like, breast, and then you're right, like, and there's children and children. Oh, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> just that doesn't seem like it's a great environment. It was it's not. Just... It was so weird. I came like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> Who gave you this model? This does not work. <coughs> That and doesn't seem right at all. It was. It was so weird. And then I had to like, you know, I came back and the whole emotional context was what I had already experienced, which was becoming a freshman in the high school. Mm. I'd already, you know, did that for about a half a year. Mm. And then I came here and went back to middle school and all the ninth graders were like, oh, high school, this is that. I'm like, dude, it's fucking school. <laughs> Somebody's gonna put you in the locker, like you know. It was like all those freshmen, kind of like I heard, yeah, the this Fogan. and the, you know, it's the big league type of thing. I'm like, dude, <sighs> seriously, it's really not. That's like disgusting. you just gotta figure out your path. And like relax, dude. I already went through this. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so it was weird. But um, high school, I was really a, um, I was a pretty low key kind of kid i i think i was i was like you know really awkward and like in a um comfortable kind of way awkward? i was like socially yeah like i guess it's like it was more of be- an introvert did you feel like or i've always been like you know it's just me and that that thing oscillation i've always been a really shy person and I know you're making faces. You guys can't make the <laughs> see the faces she's making. But that's because you don't see me when I'm like in my introvert mode. Like mm. I'm in the house or I'm right. like removed from society, essentially. <laughs> I remove myself from society, <laughs> close the shutters, and, and I, yeah, and recharge. And then, um, you know, I have my outgoing social you know, side that's like, yay, and the artist mm-hmm. that wants to express and engage and blah, blah, blah. But, um, so I have those two kind of... Gears? Yeah, that I kind of float between. Um, and so I didn't do a lot of performance at all during high school. Really? No, not at all. Um, I did more of a... I did some through music, but really my expression was just, like, in learning and playing music, which was, like, guitar and classical guitar. Beyond that, like... And then playing sports, obviously, Mm, and, like, the audience, you know, your fans for the sports. But besides that, that was really my only um, big, you know... Ta-da. outgoing kind of like side besides that i was like in my books doing my work in practice or at the crib or like in like my couple of uh friends really close friends small circle friends type of thing like i was not like into you know showboating i wasn't into a lot of things just like i had a single mom i wasn't trying to give her any headaches like i wasn't right. a rebellious kid i wasn't into that shit like yeah, oh God, yeah. You, you know, know, that cracks me up when people talk about their rebellious stages. I'm like, I, I hadn't, I had, didn't have that at all. Cause the last thing I wanted to do was yeah. piss my mom off. No <laughs> way, John, dude. John yeah, <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? I don't need her taking out her, you know, whatever. Right, on me. exactly. Yeah, no, like, no, we're good. I like, yeah. I will do whatever you need, yeah. mom. That's How fine. do you need me to help out here? Yeah, right. no, I was the kid who got the job at like 13, mm. like slaving in the right. cornfields to like. <laughs> like, seriously, able- cornfields? No, like, literally. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, like just, you know, summer jobs like that just mm. to like pay a bill. Yeah. And no. like be proud of that shit. Like, nah, boom, bro. I got the, yo, ma, I got the water bill for the year. So I just, you know, contributing, you know, to Word. the pot. That's exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's 
That's exactly well, how it was. Well, there we go. My mom's single mom also. Yes. I'm the oldest was the oh, difference. But different. I was, I've been working since I was 13 years old. Yep. And that wasn't like, you know, squirrel away for college type no, thing. No, get your I'm, things. I'm bringing it, I'm know. dropping it in the house. Like, this is what's happening. This is the household. So, yeah, yeah. so I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah, that, that was that was me all day. So it was, um you know, high school, I just kind of kept to myself. I had my couple of friends. I was generically, like, kind of cool with everyone. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any issues. Like, you know, I didn't get, like, picked on and didn't have, like, any, you know, problems like that. But it, you know, I wasn't like some stylish hip person. I wasn't myself now. I wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, as like refined or as confident or as, you know, stable in right. myself as I was then at all. No way. Um, and then I think on top of it, because I was always like outside of the lines of what the fuck you were supposed to be doing as a black girl. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You already know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. So I was always outside of the lines of yep. like, why the fuck are you, why do you have Chuck Taylors on? Yep. And why, what or is why, the yeah, before it was like, cool, why the skateboard? Mm. Why the rock and roll? Why are you listening to rock and roll? I'm right. like, because black people invented it? Right, I don't exactly. know. Because I mean, it it's so music. With us. I mean, I can't. It's good art. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Same reason I like classical? Right. Because it's good shit. Yeah. I mean, not all of it, but you know, I have taste. So, but yeah, <laughs> like I was always outside of the lines of, you know, what I was a Tom girl, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I I feel you on that one hundred percent. And um, so when did when did you discover your your gift of mu- your music your musical talent? Well, when did the interest in playing mm, and making music start? That for you? started fairly young. Mm-hmm. Um, the interest started really young because I have it's kind of a part of the family tree as okay. far as music and things like that. Um, so you just had a musical family. You just have a musical family. Yeah, musical family. Um, and so everyone played. For the most part, everyone played something. My really? mother, she's like a music lover, though. Mm-hmm. She's one of those. She's the youngest of her family as well. And um, so her kind of catalog of music is so so goes, vast. Yeah, and that was when you know. There was like twenty one years between like you and your sibling right. or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. she has siblings old enough to be like her parents. Right. So like when you think about stuff like that, like she's just spanning. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like she got it all. Like a lot of the good decades. Yeah, and man, <laughs> you got it all. And also like you know I think about this too a lot. Like this was prior to, like even though there were genres like back in the day like. It was just popular music. Like, right. good music was popular music. Like, the same station I would hear, you know, say, like, Luther Vandross, mm-hmm. I would hear Sting on. Mm-hmm. Or I would hear, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, just, and so it was top 40. Right. And so it was easier. And especially, how old are you? Her. Grown. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so uh, when I... I'm old enough to know, Camila. Believe me, whatever you about to say, I know. Okay, so when MTV was, like, we were around for the events of MTV, and Mm -hmm. that was another form of getting another access of, you know, a bunch of different music that you just weren't really just... Exactly. Like privy to on the normal normal day-to-day with just, like, the regular, like, radio stations that you had going on. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, my mom was also very, like, she loved... Luther Vandross, Prince, yeah, uh, the Gap Band, yes, uh, Fleetwood Mac, exactly. My like mom she, was a crazy like Kenny Rogers fan, son. Yeah, like, Huey Lewis said the news. Like my yes. mom actually oh, got love you. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, and it's just like that was a, a great time to get introduced to a lot of new things. All of it. You got all of it. You know, and so. You know, I think about nowadays where it's like you listen to certain stations for genres. Mm. You know, you kind of got this genre, which is like the R&B and the hip hop. And then you have this genre, which is like an alternative folk. And then, you know what I mean? And then you have the rock and then you have the classical and then you have. And I'm like, that really sucks. It does. I feel so bad. I feel I don't like to be pigeonholed. (laughs) That's what it is. And it's. uh... I can't listen to any one genre for a long time anyway, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. I'm consistently like mixing it through. Like my iPod in itself is just like, you know, a million and one different things <laughs> with it. Right. But doesn't that make sense? Like in the overall, like, like I think about the fact that like who stays in one mode right? for like, don't you fluctuate or right. shouldn't you fluctuate at least? Like what's up with your emotional context that you're exactly. just like you're just trapped out on. or like, <laughs> You know what I mean? You're or like, always on this one tip of, of all. Yeah, it's just, or just like some hardcore, like, you know, like anything or something that was even just like some really, you know, delicate, tinkly little classical yeah. shit. Like how long before you're like, listen, man, I need something to get to these lower parts. Right. Or I need, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. you're going to want something else. And so, yeah, I listen to everything, and I always have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think originally um, the genre, if there were a genre, that really pulled me in and made me focus on music in a different way, um, and like just writing, like songwriter, storytelling, and music was blues. Mm. And so I've always considered myself a blues baby as gotcha. a result. Um, but at the end of the day... Um, there's really not, there's not anything that I don't like own or there's not any, you know, particular genres that I don't listen to on a regular basis. Yeah. I mean, I can't really say that there's one that I absolutely cannot get down with it. At, at least one track or something. So you play classical guitar and... Uh, I don't know if I would consider myself a classical guitarist any longer. I started uh, studying when I was about uh, nine. Really? Ten years old, yeah. And um, it wasn't my intention to, I, I just wanted to, I wanted, I was, I fell in love with guitar, as you can imagine, being a blues lover. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I thought that that was always the instrument for me as far as my expression, although I like others. Um I really just wanted to learn Mm -hmm. and it just, it came about that it was like, you know, a class was offered um, and it happened to be classical guitar. So how long did you study? uh, For about four years. Oh man. And then I moved, I came here to Pittsburgh. Ah. And so from there it had to, it kind of switched over because there was, really nothing you know school-based that really offered that type of amenity as far as you know music right um the only thing they had was like a jazz mm. club or something like that so like, what was the jazz was, club what was i mean because you said you were yeah un- but not in um pittsburgh. pittsburgh but yeah but like the jazz club was just like you know like five guys that were like had a lot of respect for the oldies type of shit you know what i mean like yep <laughs> they just kind of like would play, I guess, and like learn standards and you know whatever stuff like that. Uh, and I was so absolutely not interested in that whatsoever. Right. Um. And so yeah, I just, you know, it kind of developed. I began in that like learning um, classical guitar. Uh, from there, I started writing mm-hmm. and like. Um, constructing songs and then uh, it took I've always like um, I've always been a person who um, like I've always kept journals mm-hmm. I've always you know uh, written about myself and my life and things like that for reflection and um, from there I got into poetry hmm. kind of just you know it seems like a natural evolution yeah especially you've already got this musician soul in you so i mean it's just yeah. poetry is music or lyrics or, you know so yeah it just makes sense yeah it does so i mean it just you know it that was like a natural development I, I, that fell into my lap that i had the opportunity to learn um the instrument that i wanted to learn mm-hmm. um not necessarily in the way that i want to learn but you know i still <laughs> i was able to learn about music theory and all those things and then um from there started writing gotten into um, poetry and then it took some time for all of these things to kind of meld all back in together mm-hmm. you know I kind of like they were in like compartments or little steps if you will and then it's come to 
you know, a point of maturity where I'm able to now incorporate, mm-hmm. you know, all of these, you know, expressions, if you will, right. um, from performance and other things. But yeah. Um, Hi, Professor. Yeah. <laughs> Do you play any other instruments? I play a little bit of, uh, you know, piano is pretty much like a crossover from guitar. Oh, is so it? Can, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I, I've, I've learned that thing. in my with my yeah, job. Exactly. That you can uh, the sheet music. You can yes. substitute piano with guitar. Exactly, and I really love bass. I've come um, to find that I have like this tremendous love for bass. Upright bass or electric uh, bass. Electric bass. Um, uh, but I haven't really explored that too much. That's kind of like next on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh. What other instruments? Um, yeah, mostly like keys, strings, like guitars, yeah, bass, things like that. Yeah. I know for Lovely. a while you were performing around Pittsburgh. Yes. Hip hop. Yes. Um, do you also sing? I do. I do vocals. I don't consider myself a singer, though. Um, I just consider it another kind of like tool in my belt. Yeah, as far as like a type of expression, but definitely a vocalist. Yes. And like, when did that start? When did like when did you get out of your shell to be able to like you know what I'm gonna go and do this hip hop scene in Uh, public in front of strangers? That (laughs) started. That came as a natural evolution from spoken word and slamming my poetry so you were doing that before yeah i was doing that before i was really doing music in a and was it also did this start at the shadow lounge hmm because i've had a couple other women on here who yeah no it started started before the lounge actually um you know it's all like a relatively like close time frame it's all within that time frame but I was like, I got into slamming my poetry at the uh, brew house on the south oh, side really? way back in the day when they used to have the slam poetry oh, contest wow. there. Huh. Christiana D and nice. um, Christina Springer and Davu Oyomi and Jack Wilson nice. and you know Nikki Allen and you know all of those cats. Those it's were no coincidence that all these same people, Vanessa German, end up yeah popping up. They're they're always in the same clique, and you know. Like when there's something exactly something authentic and artistic happening, more than likely mm-hmm. these people are involved. Exactly. So, but the brew house was really where I got my um, kind of stretched my legs out and gotten into um, you know spoken word, and then from there um, started getting more into like spoken word with accompaniment. Okay, and then you know from there. Uh, you know, still like kind of writing my own songs and doing things in, in that way, but not really being at the point where I felt like they were ready to be shared, you know, gotcha. like I was ready to express them in that way. And so, um, so yeah, it just, it was a natural evolution. I, I mean, theater, all of those things, like acting, all of those things were something that, uh, you're also an actor. Yes. Yes. You are a woman of many <laughs> talents. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, we were talking about the family. Of, you know, I'm the youngest of six. Yeah, no, I think it's all one thing. You know, I really do. Mm-hmm. I just, um, and I consider myself an artist. Mm-hmm. I don't really, um, you know, consider myself like a hip-hop artist or mm-hmm. this kind of artist. I just, you know, or an specifically artist. an actress or anything like that. Those are all just, like, different forms of expression as far as I'm concerned um and they're all a part of the same thing so uh self-expression exactly so the performance you know theater all of those things kind of work to build you know what I've become today like as an artist but um music just came as a natural evolution because like where are you gonna go when you have music and then you have words and right. then you will eventually like write a song yeah you're gonna do it so the songs were there but i was not at a point where i was um expressing them i've always been a musical person mm-hmm. um I, I blues baby all of that shit so story writing and that being something that was lyrical or something that you know, I could put easily to like an acoustic thing was like the beginning. 
right. and then from there you know you're in that realm with other musicians other artists and then just you just start collaborating yeah and that's how it happens you start collaborating people, oh let's do this or let's I, I would like to put some music behind this and then from there it's you know one thing to the next and i just think it's the full expression you know in a sense like live instrumentation with you know exactly live instrumentation um and music in that way is like the fullest expression that i could i could have in a in a sense you know yeah um now i know you are one of the most like one of the dopest women that i know you are so beautiful and amazing for that you and you've got this swag on you that i <laughs> that i absolutely just Admire one hundred percent. That's Thank just, you. and I just imagine that Ditto. <laughs> Thanks. And <laughs> a part of it is this whole artistic expression that you've uh, that you've learned to cultivate that you've cultivated and you've learned to curate mm. to your own personality. Mm -hmm. And um so yeah, I mean I, I don't know if there was a question there or if it's more <laughs> just like a statement, just me right. wanting to like give yeah. you mad props for being I appreciate you. that. Thank you so much. Um I, I definitely recognize, you know, the same unique beauty and um, creativity and power within you as well. Oh. Like, seriously, Thanks. not to, like, just jerk you off, but um, I really appreciate that, though. I really do. Thank you. Thanks. Um, and let's see. Is there anything you're currently working on that you would like to share? Yeah, well, I have a few things that I'm currently working on. Mm -hmm. um, I am, as far as art, I'm currently developing like mu my music theory understanding and mm -hmm. like knowledge technically so that I can uh, be better at like visualizing music. Like I've really gotten into that lately okay. um, as far as like, you know, shit that it's like the kind of like Pythagorean approach. Mm -hmm. It's like, really being um, very specific with, um, you know, sounds and uh, as well, like, visual and then as well um, language mm -hmm. in relaying a message. Mm -hmm. And I'm currently, like, teaching myself how to um, understand music uh, theory for the sake of putting out specific messages mm -hmm. and in in a what's the best way to s describe it in a much more authentic way okay right and so um you know in the most like generic sense you know if i would like for instance to uh, create a song that is inspirational like what notes relay okay. that vibe? Like what colors? Yeah. Like what language? What? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, in really getting into that because that actually has an answer, right? You know, it's all math. Like yeah. it all has an answer. And so, on top of it, like, f you know, you find that what is uh, phonetically pleasing is also visually pleasing, right? Right. And so I have gone back with like, you know, just getting more familiar with like the circle fifths and um, I might nerd out a little bit, but like getting into stuff like that, you have the opportunity. I've had the opportunity to see what songs of mine look like mm -hmm. and like That's draw amazing. them out. And yeah. it's like, oh, my gosh, look at that. And that <laughs> looks really awesome. And let's see. And then like from there being like, well, you know, uh, it would be amazing to create a song just based off what's visually yeah. pleasing to me. And like, yeah. what is that? So I've developed a few pieces um, that are really some like simple things, but like starting with some, you know, basic things and trying to build on it with like language and visuals and those um, specific notes mm -hmm. that relay a specific message right so that's one thing and that's just like a spiritual journey like that has yeah. so much more of yeah. like me and what's what my true intentions regarding like music and my relationship with music because this goes back um this is like truly a uh and this isn't just for me this is for all humanity but like my connection 
um, with music and that expression is um, so profound and so far reaching as far as like my connections with not only like my bloodline and like Mm -hmm. like my father who was a great musician who um, really through DNA like really shared that with me um, it really goes beyond that and so just like finding ways to be like a better channel um in that sense so that's something that i'm developing um and and um as far as works are concerned music works i am finalizing a kind of like this is this chapter if you will of uh sounds and uh works that i've done that i have not released okay and so I'm just really getting the business and everything. Excuse me. For that solidified. Okay. Um, and uh, working out, you know, the visuals and that stuff for that. And hopefully hopefully I'll be able to release that before I leave um, Pittsburgh this <sighs> Man, summer. I'm so <laughs> I know, I know. We have never really had a chance to just, like, it's gotta happen. I think we have chill. to make it happen. Yeah, when you're like it. adulting as hard as we are at this phase in our lives, we like nothing, like it. it doesn't happen. Like, I gotta make. I gotta put it on the calendar. Intention. Down, right? It has mm. to be intention because like nothing, like hardly anything works like that, mm. unless you're like just the type of friend who's like willing to like randomly just drop in right. on me and like. <laughs> possibly deal with that yeah, yeah but that like, who the, does that work out for our, yeah right? exactly <laughs> i don't think either one of us are exactly. that are receptive nope. to that nah. nor are we trying to because who knows you know? exactly you don't know yeah. what you're popping in on yeah it might and- be my undie hour <laughs> i don't have time for this i don't have no words for anyone yeah so well, yeah what is your form of self-care like how do you make sure that you are solid that you are all right i oh there's a variety of things so i exercise i um am becoming much better at practicing like uh mindfulness Mm -hmm. and uh being present and i am much more conscious of uh of like the ways in which I cultivate my default state, if you will. Okay. Which is kind of like the state that we're typically in mm-hmm. when we're not in our enlightened state. Right? Yes. Yes. We're not like in that in that perfect moment of of, of understanding. Right. And so I can't get him. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, yeah, yeah. Enlightenment, sorry. The professor was uh, <laughs> handing out some papers. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, self-care through uh, cultivating um, my uh, my mind state. It's like uh, you know, learning how to be quiet and listening, and uh, remembering mm-hmm. you know my function and you know uh, as a human and. Um, learning how to be much more vulnerable mm-hmm. and much more like honest with myself. Um, these are all ways in which I care for myself um, so that I'm able to be transparent in the way that I need to be in order to garner the support that's needed mm-hmm. and to, you know, support others as well um, to be able to engage. Um, but yeah, so uh Eating right, water, water, drink your water. Wow, lots of water, gallon water. a day. Got to get the gallon Ooh, in. Girl. Gotta get the gallon in. <laughs> I have yet to make it to that. Got to it. the gallon. At least a gallon. We probably should be doing more than that. Sweet fancy Moses. <laughs> what is the legacy that you want to leave behind? <laughs> the legacy I would like to leave behind um, was that I was a person who um, hopefully. Um, was a steward of godliness. And I know that probably sounds um, like it could be an egotistical thing, but I mean... I get it. 
yeah. I get what you're trying to say. Yeah, I really just, uh, I guess there are a lot of things that go into that, but um, the legacy I would love to leave would be one of um, true love mm. and um, a maintenance of that. Mm. And... Um, And, and possibly a, a sincerity in, um, in the way that I live this life. You know, hopefully, you know, others will uh, be able to gather something hmm. good as well as, like, in the sense that they are able to gather what to do and what not to do. I just wish to be a, a, a wonderful example of uh, the possibility of humanity in like the broadest sense. And what haven't you done yet? Anything in your life uh, that you want to do that you really want to do? I would like to skydive. I would like (laughs) to do an album with Timbaland. I would like to... be a midwife Mm, really yeah i would like to yeah i would love to be someone that like helps to facilitate yeah i mean because geez it's all downhill and shit (laughs) from there son like i would like to make your get to work yeah like i would have pleasurable (laughs) as you possibly can because fuck because don't nobody get afterwards it's a whole bunch of ass spankings and tears, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Most figuratively and literally. Truly. So, I don't know. There's a lot of things. Um, I would like to learn how to play a lot more, a lot of other instruments, um, more acting. I would love mm-hmm. to do more film, um, theater. Um, make these couple of, you know billion dollars you know you know huge. change the world yeah a lot probably a lot probably my to-do list <laughs> is probably a little lengthy but it's good to have goals yeah let's go some of, some of those i'll probably yeah i'll probably actually be able to get to but yeah. <laughs> all right we are going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with just a bunch of random questions nice <laughs> get to the random question fun times. Uh, yay! We don't have to... We should have a special sound effect for that segment. I know, you're right. I don't, I don't yeah. have one. <laughs> and that's it. All you right. just made a... You're, just, you're now a sound bite. Congratulations. <laughs> no problem. Alright. Ready? I'm ready. What was the last album you bought? The last album that I bought was... A Jose James album, I think. Okay. Your favorite TV show right now? Right this second. Mm-hmm. Mm, that is a hard <laughs> question. I already said my list was too right. long. <laughs> One that, right like, now. if someone told you you can't watch it anymore. Ooh, what? I feel like a lot of the great shows are on, like, hiatus, too, though. Right. Uh, let's see. I was hoping to say X Files. Oh, did it didn't pan out? I don't think that's <laughs> gonna be going so well. Um, you know, I'm a fringe kind of lady, X Files fringe lady. I don't know what they're doing with that. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> Shit, Camila is a really good question. Wow, this is a I stumper. Am, this is the <laughs> stump. <laughs> You're like, fuck. 
Fuck the rest this of this is list. the one. All right, I'm just gonna have to throw out yes, something. I'm, I'll just throw. There. I'll just throw. I'll throw. It. Just write this second. You don't All have right, to hold on to it for life it or anything. All right, because I can. Yeah, I can change this. You can this change it tomorrow. To you can change it in like 20 minutes. It's not a big deal. All right, one of my favorite shows, Grimm. Okay. Oh, nice. Boom. Boom. No one was expecting nah, that. No, it wasn't that one. Good. Oh, that one. I, no, I didn't realize it was. I didn't even. I have. You were the only other person I met that watches Grimm. Do you watch Grimm? Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm a Grimm whore. I like consume Grimm. Like anything Grimm him. tales, like the concept of that. Yeah, like, Grimm fairy tales. Yes, I do. I enjoyed. That's why I was into it. I was like, yes, Grimm's fairy tales. Give thank them. you. Give me. Yes. Give me. That's what I want. Oh my gosh. I want it all. All right. Um, what is <laughs> What is your favorite color? Color? Yeah. Gray. Oh, interesting. Are you a morning person or a night owl? Uh, I'm probably more of a morning person. Okay. Favorite pizza topping? I'm going to go with artichoke hearts. Interesting. Favorite word? Favorite word? Oh, that's a good one of my favorite words would be fuckery. <laughs> she looks I so use coy. It often. She looks so coy when she says it. You know, just a little fuckery. <laughs> favorite vegetable. Favorite vegetable would be like kale. Okay. Favorite boy band. And boy not band. just in the traditional sense of like pop boy, but any <clears throat> like I guess Beatles or hmm. Jodeci or you oh, know. any guy group type yeah. of thing. Ooh. Guy group. Hmm. Would that be like three or more? Yeah. Not a duet. Yeah, a not a duet. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh. You are slinging some hard ones here, lady. <laughs> I was not prepared I'm, for this segment. I'm getting deep. <laughs> I know, right? These are the questions that are actually hard for me. Okay. Um, no one's ever asked you before. I hey, know. Boy band, what? Like, oh. I like those words. You know, you want to come up like, no, what it really is. Right. <laughs> but you guys don't have that much time. There's, there's no one has that much time. It's like, I want to um, dissect each and every I one. I know. Like, I'm like, boy groups. I'm going to go with... This is like... I'm like absolutely blanking out. Wow. Um. I think you're a default for this because the only thing that keeps going through my mind and oh, I know oh, that this oh. is not it is exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, why are you because keep coming back to this? This is my jacket. I never would have never said that. Maybe you like subliminal <laughs> exactly. messages coming in. I've been working this question all day. Um, oh, I still haven't answered it. Okay, favorite boy group would be... If that's the case, I'm going to have to go with New Edition. All right. Yes. I like it. All right. Um, last book you read? Last book uh, is called The Book. Uh, the Myth on Being Yourself or Oneself. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. um, favorite song to sing? Favorite song to sing is probably something from the Alabama Shades. Okay. Would you survive a, the zombie apocalypse? Of course. <laughs> Celebrity you would love to meet? I would love to meet... Hmm, there are quite a few. Um, dead or alive or alive. living? Oh, living. okay. Um, I would love to meet Queen Latifah. Nice. Uh, spades or poker? Mm. Depends on the company. Mm -mm. Playing with family members, you better stay away from spades. I know, right? Oh my <laughs> gosh. Cats will just... 
Yeah, no, I love both. So I don't know. It depends. But uh, just for the sake of choosing, I'll say spades. Okay. Biggest pet peeve? Inconsiderate people. Mm. Have you ever been in a spelling bee? <laughs> yes. Did you win? No. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> uh, favorite cartoon? Favorite cartoon would be... Oh, geez, Louise. I was never a huge cartoon person. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I was like a weirdly logical child to where cartoons kind of bothered me. Well, I don't understand why would PJ walk this entire way all through the neighborhood when he's just going from point A to point B? Why is it? This makes no sense. Why are you going to? You know what? If that happened, you would be dead. Sorry. You can't survive the explosion. The dynamite in the mouth. Not gonna survive that. No, it's like oh, so just his beak, right? Like twirls around his face. Oh, he gets another chance at this. You know what? This could go on forever. I, I don't have bullshit. time for this. <laughs> Sir Disney, I call bullshit. something that was like an adult cartoon like, like prince valiant yeah or like shit. you know archer <laughs> okay archer is acceptable <laughs> yeah okay cool it's uh, what is your life motto <sighs> making something out of nada twitter or instagram definitely instagram coffee or tea definitely coffee last movie you saw in the theater star trek or no Star Wars. Star Wars. My fault. Yes. <laughs> I was like, are the oh officials going to come and get us? Exactly. <laughs> is that a lynch mob? I see. <laughs> Put the I torches down. Put the I torches immediately ducked. We both kind of right. ducked a little, didn't it's we? Like, what? <laughs> what just happened? Oh, Do you feel that? that was, <laughs> the force was strong. And now I am so sorry. Star Wars. Oh, For the record, Star Wars. Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> favorite season summer i'm a summer baby michael jackson or prince oh my god why hard, would you I'm the ever hard do hitting, this the hard-hitting journalism why would you ever ask someone these oh my gosh it's like you know like saying water or food right. I, I i need both Sophie's choice up in here. Night or day. I need both. <laughs> they make up a day. They're one thing. Both is an acceptable Damn, answer. Michael or Prince. I wouldn't be who I was today without both of those guys. I couldn't. I mean, I think Michael probably. I think Michael might have a larger influence. But. They're just so, like, just. Oh man, why would you make anyone choose between this? Like, why would I do? Forgive me, Michael. Forgive me, Prince. For the sake of this hard-hitting journalist, I'm gonna say. MJ. Just on this day, just, of, on, just this, in on this minute, yes, on January 29th, 2016, at 9:19 p.m. <laughs> I will say MJ. Okay. Um, you never get tired of blank. <laughs> I just had to edit that. Um, <laughs> I never get tired of making people laugh. Okay. If I gave you a plane ticket to anywhere in the world, where would you go? I would go to South Africa, Johannesburg. Okay. And describe yourself in one word. A comforter. And that is our time. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you did it! I survived the hard-hitting yes, questions. Thank you. I didn't. I was like Michael Jackson or Prince. Bra. I thought that was gonna crumble. That Listen, was gonna, that was gonna break you. <laughs> I thought, you know, I thought I made it out of the woods uh, with, the, with the boy band, oh. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. Then, then the end. Shit just got real. 
Yeah, Chicago that was Olympics. really MJ and Prince. Come on, Camille. That's just a low blow. <laughs> it's just rude. That's, That's just what? wrong, son. Don't throw me under the bus. Come on. It's fine. It's totally fine. Nobody. It's just for the moment. I feel yeah, like they're but... listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Prince, uh, if you're listening you right now. I love you. This does not mean that we're literally pitting you two against Mm-mm. each other. You both Mm-mm. offer very different things. Yes. And you're both at the pinnacle, the top pinnacle of your games pinnacle. At, at all points in time. Yes. Rest in peace, Bo. Yes. Uh, so... Where can the people find you online and stuff? Any musics that we can people, find online? People, yeah, or? you can go on SoundCloud, Ma Visami, M-A-V-E-S-A-M-I. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Ma Visami. You can find me on SoundCloud. Uh, you can find me on Instagram as uh, Ma Visami or Lula May Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, Facebook, Twitters? Ma Visami. The Twitters are Ma Visami. And that is M-A-V-E-S-A-M-I. Such a pleasant radio voice. Well, thank you. I appreciate you uh, joining me this evening. Thanks for having me. It was a blast. I had a great time. (laughs) And thanks for the bourbon. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best. That's the best. You are welcome, dear. Yes. So, um, as always, you can find me, uh, Camila, at the underscore Rugged Angel on Twitter and um, RuggedAngel.com to find uh, past episodes and other fun stuff. And uh, thanks to Mavi again. And thank you for listening. Thanks.